the Scarlet Speedster, aka the fastest man alive. Fastest man alive, right? Fastest man alive. From classic comic book pages to animation, TV adaptations, and beyond, to popular culture. I'm pacing nervously. They're jogging. This is how the Flash paces. Just chill out, Sheldon. I'm not Sheldon, I'm the Flash. And now I'm going to the Grand Canyon to scream in frustration. I'm back. Join us as we talk to a group of multi-generational Flash superfans, debate his best villains, and talk about why this superhero is one of our faves and an icon. We're going into the Speed Force and taking you back. Now run, Barry, run! Pop culture icons. We're taking you back. Pop culture icons. Chapter one, The Flash. Welcome to Pop Culture Icons, the podcast series where we like to go back and take a fun look at various nouns in popular culture, from persons, places, things, to experiences, mostly things from childhood that we thought were pretty gnarly. For as long as I can remember, I have been a huge fan of The Flash. In fact, the power of super speed has always been my favorite. I remember back with Transformers, and there was a speedster on there called Blur. He even talked fast, I love that guy. But eh, I can't pinpoint a time or story which made me fall in love with the character. It's like Flash has just always been my favorite superhero. This is where my family comes in. The little bro is a huge Flash fan. Just in the past few years, believe it or not, I found out that my dad is a long time Flash fan. I feel like I, I never knew that, and it blew my mind. All right, so Pops, growing up, your favorite superhero was? It was Flash. That's that's the only one I can. Superman and Batman and all them guys. That I, I didn't. I, Flash was the guy for me. That's that's all I knew growing up. We didn't have all the heroes like they got today, but Flash was the man. He was the main one. I used to think I was Flash. <laughs> I thought I could run so fast. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what age that was? Flash is, ever since I can remember, Flash has always been around. We we used to have, uh, they call them comic books now, but we had funny books. We call them funny books. We used to look into funny books and stuff, and everybody used to trade. And, you know, one person get a funny book, and we all read it and look at it and hand it around and pass it around. So Flash was the man for me. He was the one that I, that I liked. So I just grew up with Flash. They had a Flash cartoon, but the cartoon was probably out uh, when I was a teenager. I don't remember too much, but I did remember watching a few Flash uh uh, cartoons, you know, on, on TV. A scarlet costume ejects from his ring, and in a blur of motion, police scientist Barry Allen becomes the Flash, world's fastest human. The Flash, whose speed enables him to vibrate through solid walls and conquer the barriers of time and space in the pursuit of evildoers. The Flash, scarlet speedster for justice. But prior to that, it was just in the funny books and things like that. You know, we read about Flash. 
So, but I liked him. Yep, and that cartoon was from 1967 as part of the Superman Aquaman Hour of Adventure. Mm -hmm. All right, did you talk about it when I was a kid and I, I just don't remember? <laughs> or is it just in our DNA? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's possible. It's very possible that uh, I could have talked about Flash, you know, uh, when you were growing up, but I don't know. He's always been one of my favorite characters. And see, Superman, Superman had powers and he had the kryptonite. And, and to me, Batman, I don't even know what kind of strength Batman had. He, to me, he wasn't nothing, but Flash could run. And, and then we had uh, Aquaman, you know, he, he could swim in the water. But and then Flash, he could run. See, Flash was more. <laughs> yeah, I could relate to him more than the other heroes. You know, you know what I'm saying. I couldn't swim, so Aquaman wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, part of my my uh, favorites. You know, characters like that. All right, before I get too deep, because this is really cool to hear, let me introduce the rest of my guests fellow Flash superfans. I got little bro, Race, so I guess that makes technically three generations or almost three generations of Flash fans because I was grown and gone by the time he was born. So, hey, did you remember dad saying anything about the Flash when you were growing up? I don't. No, I, I know, right? So how did he become your favorite? Oh, uh, man. I think like one of the earliest memories I have of him is from the Justice League. And that's when I first probably saw him. I was like, red was already my favorite color. And then my name is Race. So I'm like, Flash? Flash? Oh, that's me. <laughs> that's me. I'm like, that is my character from now on. I don't care about nobody else. My other guest is a diamond. Or maybe I should say amethyst. I say that because I wanted to get a female Flash fan's perspective for this chapter, and would you believe that it was really tough to find one? I mean, I had my buddy Greg at Soundwave Comics probing his customers and ah, nothing. I mean, okay, there were plenty of females who kinda liked him, but not that much, I guess. So I searched fan groups online, pretty much nothing. So finally, I decided to look for cosplayers because I figured, hey, if you go through all that effort to dress up like the character or one of the characters in the universe, you gotta be a fan, right? Or maybe not. Well, I did see a few, relatively speaking few. Most of the cosplayers I saw online were, were dudes, of course. But finally, I was able to find one. Amethyst Phoenix cosplay. Welcome, welcome. That's a little... A little sad that it's not as popular as I feel like it should be, but I'm not entirely surprised. It is what it is. And finally, this gentleman is also a cosplayer, a writer. He runs the meme page, Always Sunny and Watchmen, and he's the co-host of the awesome podcast called The Comic Section. Welcome, Rigel. Uh, and obviously a huge, huge Flash fan. Flash is easily my number one DC superhero. Uh, closest, like, greatest favorite superhero of all time. Very close to Spider-Man. Honestly, the two are like neck and neck for me, so. According to the DC Comics Encyclopedia, published by DK, this character first appeared in January 1940 in Flash Comics number one as Jason Peter Garrick, or Jay Garrick, based in Keystone City. He was created by writer Gardner Fox and artist Harry Lampert 
and published by All-American Publications. Jay was a failed college football player in the 1930s and later became a research scientist. He got his powers when he accidentally inhaled the hypercharged atoms of a radioactive liquid. Then, October 1956 marked the first appearance of Bartholomew Barry Allen, based in Central City, in Showcase Number 4. Created by Robert Kaniger and penciler Carmine Infantino and published by the now DC Comics. This was the second character known as The Flash. Barry was a police chemist known for being constantly late, slowpoke. He got his powers while working at the police lab one late stormy night and a bolt of lightning crashed through the window and shattered the vials of chemicals surrounding him. Then, Wallace West first appeared as Kid Flash in The Flash number 110 in January 1960. He was also based in Keystone City. This nephew of Barry was visiting his uncle's lab when a bolt of lightning shattered a rack of chemicals in the room, spilling onto the boy and duplicated the same accident that created the second Flash. They have been called the fastest men alive. Three generations of superheroes granted the power to tap into the extra-dimensional energy field called the Speed Force by a scientific experiment gone awry. Each hero named himself the Flash and became the progenitor of an age of champions, perpetuating a legacy of courage and valor that extends to the 853rd century and beyond. Many people probably like look at him and be like, okay, he's the superhero who runs fast. And that's more or less the, the gist of him. He is like the quintessential speedster character. He's the guy that can run from point A to point B in the blink of an eye, can go super fast. And no matter what like iteration of the Flash you're working with, whether it be like the original Golden Age, Jay Garrick, Barry Allen, or Wally West, uh, there's like certain characteristics that they, they all differ, but they all kind of have like um they're all very very kind-hearted um very very just like good people the kind of people that always run to help someone and that's something that like i really really started to appreciate about the character was the fact that he is a man who has the perfect superpower to just run away from any problem that he has like you can never catch him like he he could be a master thief which is what you see with like some of his arch rivals like uh Eobard Thawne, the reverse flash he can do like all this stuff that can like ruin people but instead of doing that he actively chooses to help people with it. instead of running away from danger running away from his problems he faces them now granted he faces physical problems but then he'll run away from like emotional problems uh, which is something that the like TV show and comics touches on with his relationship with uh, with Iris or um, or anyone else. Um, but also another staple of the Flash is that he's more often than not pretty funny. He's normally the the one that's like in the group setting is the one that will crack a joke or like do something that'll like break the tension. Uh, Quick-witted, kind-hearted. That really is just the Flash in a nutshell, and <laughs> you can't beat it. When you do a search of favorite or best superheroes online, it's almost always, who do you think? Take a wild guess. Top three. Who do you think comes up consistently? 
it's always Superman, Spider-Man, and Batman in the top three or four, like kind of flip places depending on the poll. But it's almost always those three. Then you might throw in a Wonder Woman, a Wolverine, or, you know, something like that. But those are the ones that are almost always in there. So what was it about Flash that drew you in and when? So, yeah, that's a that's a good question, because like I said, the the Flash was a character I always had like a huge appreciation for, but I didn't really like fall in love with the character until I started reading a lot of the the comics and uh, watching the the TV show. So the Justice League cartoon that that was like my first real introduction to him. I feel like that's a lot of people's uh, like millennial Gen Z's. That's how they were first introduced to the Flash as a character too, as this like the the zany funny one of the the Justice League group. Yeah, growing up as a kid, I always thought they're like, yeah, no, he's he's a really cool guy. I, I really like him. I. Uh, <laughs> want to learn a little bit more about him but like again when you're in the uh, the early 2000s there isn't really that much flash content going around and then by the time like i started getting into comic books started uh getting into all that i was around like 16 or 17 at the time and at that point like i looked at the flash comics and the entire mythos of the character and i was like this looks like really good but also just so complicated like I was I was kind of afraid to approach it to be like uh, I don't know if I want to get like sucked into all of that and then I started watching the TV show and that's when I about the time I started picking up some of the comics too because the show got me hooked on the the comics and at that point I was I was all in I th th at that point I can tell you yeah okay so there's Jay Garrick there's Barry there's Wally uh, there's Bart there's so many different iterations of the flash i can tell you like some big highlights with each one of them as the flash too i've got just a huge love of the character and i don't think i'm like the the biggest expert per se but i am definitely like a huge 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 fan it's hard to remember when you first fell in love okay i don't remember exactly how old i was but i want to say probably around like 10 ish years old I would say no more than 13-ish, but, uh, well, <laughs> I actually started with my mom and she was a huge nerd as well. Uh, she watched the Star Trek shows. She watched pretty much anything sci-fi, Buffy, Angel, X-Files. And with that being around me, I gravitated toward it too, because we didn't have TVs in our rooms. It was watch what the parents are watching or read a book. And yep. so I kind of clicked with that as well. And it started from that. Flash came into the picture. I want to say it was the Justice League cartoon. I watched some of that and my sister, I believe it was my sister, she watched the 90s Flash with John Wesley Shipp. And I remember her gushing over it. Like she had the hugest crush on John Wesley Shipp and the show. And I remember watching bits and pieces of that as well. Um, in my comic, when I was reading some of the comics, he would come in and he was always so like, he had a quip, like he was quick on it. He was just like sassy. He was always sassy and it was always funny to me. Like he was a very upbeat and funny character. And I always liked the way he was able to do everything so quickly or pick it up really quickly. And I was always jealous of that too. 
So when they did Arrow, we started watching that because DC Comics loved that. And he stumbled on the air and I was just like, oh my God, mom, mom, do you know who that is? And she's like, no, I don't know who that is. And I said, that's Barry Allen. That's the Flash? That's gonna, are they gonna bring him in? I don't know. So as soon as the episode ended, I dove into it and they were like, yes, we're doing the spin off The Flash. And we were so excited and I don't think they disappointed. That would have been around five, five or six. The speed, yeah, speed, the color, the color red. I love red. Yeah, those were probably the big three. He could just run so fast. He could be here and there and back before you know it <laughs> he was just fat you know and and, and i could run fast <laughs> i think i was one of the fastest one in our neighborhood and stuff but <laughs> i thought i was anyway <laughs> we used to race all the time i'm flash <laughs> he could be here <laughs> and there and back before you know it. So that's, I, I used to like that. That was just fantastic. Yeah, that that's that's what I like. Yeah. As a kid, it was probably just like his super speed. When you're a kid, the heart and emotional stuff, you know, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. He can run as quickly as sound. He can get dressed and run to school and oversleep and not worry about it? Heck yeah, I want that. That's so cool. And the fact that like, he can run on water was really cool and like travel the world and then go back in time. Like that was, as a kid, that's what you really care about. Watching my family or watching it now with my family and such, that's kind of what he cares about. He's like, oh, he's so fast. I don't want to do that. I want to be able to move through things. I want to be able to do that. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But wait until you're older, you're going to understand a little bit more, like his relationship with Iris and Joe, and you're, you'll get there. But it's it's almost like wanting to be Batman because you have the money, but you have the to toys. But Batman can't run on water. He's not that fast. It was always that romanticized superpower that I really liked. That's also something that I was super jealous about, is that how much food he could eat without gaining any of it. <sighs> Can I help it if I have a hyper-accelerated metabolism? Besides, it's just a little snack. Okay, favorite Flash moment. Ah, man, I feel like my favorite one right now is from the Snyderverse, man. The Snyderverse, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to be a spoiler for anyone, but there's a scene where the Flash, he's been messing up, he's gotten hurt, he's got shot, and he just, he sucks it up. He sucks it up, he's like, man, I gotta save the planet. And he, uh, I forgot exactly how the scene goes, but I know, like, everyone. Time just slows down, everything around him slows down, and he takes off, and he run, he's running so fast, he rewinds time. Dad, you gotta see this, you gotta see this scene, I don't know if you've seen it, you gotta see it. I showed my, I showed it to mom, I don't know if she showed it to you, but oof, it was the music, it was everything about that scene, man, that was definitely my favorite. I'm like, if this, if, if people don't like The Flash now, I, I don't know who your favorite character is, like, this has gotta be your favorite. <laughs> This dude saved the play. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League does have some pretty great Flash moments. Him seeing and saving Iris for the first time was pretty interesting, but cool at the same time and a lot more. All right. So almost all of us mentioned how awesome the animated TV series Justice League was from 2001. But 
I'm curious if anyone watched the live action TV show from 1990. Fo, I know you mentioned that you remember it. Um, I've seen like in half an episode, but I was I was like, mm, nah, I'll catch up on this another time. <laughs> hmm, sounds to me like it's a little too corny for you, huh? A little, yeah, a little yeah. too cheesy. A little. That's the best kind. Hundred <laughs> percent. Central City used to be a peaceful place. Now something dark and terrifying is erupting from the city's core. Central City is crumbling. People live in fear. Barry Allen is a scientist, not a hero. But when lightning strikes, it transforms the ordinary into the extraordinary. Heart rate is accelerating. Muscle tissue expanding. You're holding at 200 miles per hour. 300. 47 miles an hour. That was before the equipment crashed. What's happening to me? While the city goes crazy, so does Barry's metabolism. No more games. I want you to build a hood. Cover my face so no one will know who I am. You know that insignia they all wear on their backs? Well, I've got one of mine. Get ready for more than meets the eye. Get ready for The Flash. Hi. Barry, your shoes are on fire. Oh. And shows in the 90s, like, you've got women in, like, the shoulder pads and guys in, like, really big shirts. And it was just, it was overall, that was the theme, was cheesiness. But I think it had heart and soul, and it tried. And I think it kind of set a pavestone for the show today, because even in the first couple of seasons, they had a lot of callbacks to the 90s, like Mark Hamill showing up as the trickster and John Wesley Shipp playing Barry Allen and when they did Crisis had that foundation. And I think without it, we wouldn't have what we had today. Oh, yeah. Looking back on it now, you know, it's 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 pretty humorous. But, man, I remember I used to have a fight with my sister to watch that. I think it was on Friday nights on CBS. It might have been Thursday nights. At the time, though, I didn't think it was cheesy at all. Man, but I, I did hate that it only lasted one season. All right, favorite Flash moment. Pops, do you remember any favorite Flash moments? Not not like that, not in detail. I just remember he he, he was just, he, he could just be here and gone and back again. <laughs> I just... <laughs> well, I have so many, but one of my all-time favorites is from the TV series Smallville. It's season four, episode five, called Run from 2004. So Smallville is a story of Superman, but before he becomes officially Superman. It's about Clark Kent's time in Smallville. And so throughout his adolescence, late teen years, young adulthood, he encounters lots of other members, uh, future superheroes. In this particular episode, he runs into the speedster. They become friends, and at the end of the episode... So, um, what are you going to do now? I don't know. I mean, it's a big world. We gotta check it out, see if there's anyone else out there like us. Maybe start like a club or a league or something. You know, you could come with me. Or you could stay. I have no reason to stay in Smallville. Are you sure there's nothing I can do to change your mind? I'll tell you what. If you can catch me, I'll think about it. Oh, yeah, you know you got to have the famous, the age-old debate, who's faster, Flash or Superman? I think it's a dumb question, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so they both take off... 
And you know, they're running in, in it, for us, it's super slow motion and Superman's a little bit behind him. Flash turns around, he's running backwards. And Clark's looking at him laughing like, ah, ha, ha, this is so much fun, man, you're so crazy. And then Flash gives him that salute and is like, see ya. Turns around, boom, he's gone. And Clark just has a stop. He stops running with his mouth open like, how the heck did he turn on the speed? How, how did he get even faster than he already was? Because like Clark was already running as almost as fast as he could. He was right on his butt. And Flash just left him in the dust like he wasn't. So I love that scene. They did Flash very well in that episode. If you haven't seen it, man, I, you, you got to go see Actually, I bought it and I, fla I, I, I flash forward. <laughs> I fast forward um, all the scenes until I get to the Flash, the scenes where the Flash is in, because it's, it's just one of my favorites. I've watched this episode like a million times. I love it. <laughs> awesome Flash moment. Uh, nothing stands out, you know, like that. But I'm going to have to find that one and look at that. That, uh, that, uh, <laughs> that definitely tracks. And yeah, running backwards is uh, no, no easy feat, especially out racing Superman of all things crime me um it, it really is hard to just pick one but you know what you mentioning yours made me think of one of my favorites and it's it's from the comics again it's the moment in um flash rebirth like the the actual story here i i think i've actually got it right right here what yep right here this uh this one right here it's the, the story that, like, Barry Allen is actually back now. He is back alive as the Flash, returning, reacclimating himself into the DC world. And at one point, he's convinced that uh, his speed force is actually sucking out the life of other speedsters. And so to, like, combat that, he just runs away and is convinced that he needs to force himself to go back into the speed force into hiding. And Superman like chases after him, like trying to stop him. And there's this moment where Superman's like, you can't outrace me, Flash. We've had races around the world before. One or two of those, I actually won or we tied. And then Barry just turns and looks at him and says, those were for charity, Clark. And just, boom, just blasts right past him, leaving him in the dust by one of one of the the best moments because up until that point like everyone always debated is superman actually faster than the flash do they have similar seed that was the moment though that cemented no he is faster than superman all right let's talk villains no one can outrun the flash curses one of my super foes is at a trap for me <laughs> Who's Flash's best villain? Not necessarily your fave, just his best rogue. Okay, so this one was really hard too because oh, he has some really good villains and I'm more familiar with the villains of the series right now um, just because they're super fresh on my mind and I haven't quite read all the comics. The best one, and I hate to say it because I hated the season because of him, but I almost want to say the thinker. 
because he had he was his intelligence like way above everybody else's and he had everything figured out but it took so much more than just brain power to stop him it took heart and that was a core thing of team flash is that they have the heart even though they're super smart it's their spirit and willingness to do what it takes to save everybody except for of course crossing the line of killing somebody and that is also why i hated it because he always won and it aggravated me because i was like let them win once please but he was so smart and he kept ahead of everybody that he was basically unstoppable until the heart came into it in this place i do as i please Mr. Allen, I must say the fact that you thought I wouldn't calculate you and your team making this feeble attempt is somewhat insulting. There'll be no defeating the big bad this year, Mr. Allen, and there's no escape. Run, Mr. Allen, run. That was season three of the CW Flash television series. I can't hardly, I can't hardly remember any villains. I, I, I don't I don't remember any villains. I just you know I just remember the character Flash, and that's that, that's what I liked. It's got to be Reverse Flash to to me. This is best. This is arch enemy or arch enemy. He's, he knows everything. Is I don't know. You can't. Uh, it's the reverse. It's complete opposite, man. He, with everything everything that uh, the Flash is uh, selflessness, the reverse Flash is just the opposite. Like, he doesn't care about anybody but himself. To me, you can't get better than that. Good job, Barry. The world is about to end, thanks to you. I hope your mother has a good view of it. You can't let this happen, Thon. You'll die too. As you say in this era, totally worth it. So... It feels like a cop-out, but honestly, there is no other Flash villain who is just quite as evil and quite as just horrendous as Eobard Thawne as Reverse Flash. Like, honestly, he's literally a meme of just like anything bad that has happened in Barry's life. Oh yeah, it was me, Barry. I'm the one who did that. Uh, like the the moment where it's revealed in Flash Rebirth that like, oh yeah, your mom's dead now, and I did that. Ha 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 ha! Like, there's so many levels of petty. Like, there's petty, and then there's Eobar Thawne petty. That man just will not chill. And he has a bit of a sympathetic backstory, but also you look at, like, you're still a bit of a sociopath. You're you're not all right in the, in the head at all. Like, sure, there's wanting to be a good guy and the wanting to live up to, as, like, one of your childhood heroes. And then there's also intentionally endangering other people's lives, being a masterclass thief and criminal, and um, murdering their mother? Um, okay, yeah. No, just by far, Eobarthon is the best Flash villain. Why did you create a reverse Flashpoint? Steal my life. Why? That was the best way to hurt you. Don't you have anything better to do than trying to destroy my life? Destroying you is my life. Only a sociopath would react to something so small with that kind of rage. What you call rage, I call commitment. What happens once I save you? 
I'll just go on with my life's work. Finding new ways to kill you. But personally, my favorite Flash villain is Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> Gorilla Grodd checks all the boxes for me in what I look for in a supervillain. Like my favorite supervillain of all time is, is Doctor Doom because he is perfect levels of, you can take him so drastically seriously if you write him well, you can also take him so drastically corny and cheesy if you write him another way. And that is perfectly epitomized in Gorilla Grodd 2. Literally a talking gorilla with psychic powers who by far I have read some of the most cheesy and um, just goofy instances of supervillainy with Gorilla Grodd. Like there's a whole Batman the Brave and the Bold episode where it's Batman and Plastic Man teaming up to stop Gorilla Grodd from turning the world into dinosaur monkey people. <laughs> it's just, it's so many different levels of camp. But then there's other moments of Gorilla Grodd where they do treat him seriously, where it's like, oh yeah, rampaging gorilla, that's terrifying. Like in the um, the Jeff Johns Blitz storyline that I mentioned earlier, where like you see him paralyze one of the Flash's best friends in other storylines, like you see him basically eat people too. Like in the right context, he is not only just hyper intelligent and calculating, but he has like the muscle to completely demolish you if he wants. Rod, you lost weight. Prepare for your demise. Nope, just your sense of humor. Yeah, um, my favorite is Captain Cold. <laughs> Captain Cold is a—he's uh, like—he's—he's he's ice cold, man. He's but he has—he, how do I explain it? I don't know. He cares. He cares about people, but it's just like he's nonchalant. I like that about him. Sorry to interrupt your festivities, but if you all stay calm, we'll be gone as soon as my friends here come back from the cashier's booth. The key phrase was, stay calm. I think my favorite, it's Avatar. I want to say the reason why he's my favorite is because I never, I didn't see it coming. But watching back on it, I was like, oh my God, I should have saw, I should have seen this coming. Like he tells you he's the future Flash, <laughs> like right there. So I felt so stupid. Like as soon as they revealed it, I was just like, oh God, that's, I felt so dumb trying to figure it out. They tell you who it is from the very beginning. And I think it's so clever re-watching it and seeing how everything changes. You're just like, I get it now, I get it, I get it. But I, I couldn't help but like feel for him. It was that dark loop. You wanna tell me why we're enemies? Because we had to be. Only one of us could live. You thought that Dawn and Zoom were your biggest foes, but, but it's me. It's always been me, Barry. It also showed the fact that even though there is goodness inside of us, there is that dark side. And Savitar just fed into that dark side when everybody turned and shunned them. 
and it showed how easy it can be to go in that direction without the support and without the love of somebody of your family and friends and that was intriguing to me was to see that darkness of Barry even though it was twisted and mangled so to speak favorite flash moment okay so I I thought about this one and it sticks with me because I I feel it's such on a spiritual level. I can't remember if it was in the, in the cartoon movie or if it's in the series, but Lex Luthor and Barry Allen switch places. Attention all decks. This is a station-wide alert. Lex Luthor has control of Flash's body. Contain him at any cost. Use whatever force is necessary. I don't want him hurt. That's not the problem. And Lex is super excited because he's like, I finally get to realize who or learn this Flash's secret identity. Hmm. If nothing else, I can at least learn the Flash's secret identity. Takes off the mask, he stares at the mirror, he stares at it and says, I have no idea who this is. And it cracked me up. Like, I lost. And even to this day, I turn it into a meme of like, oh, I get to figure out this really cool thing. And then, oh, I have no idea what this is. And it's just like, poor Barry. Like, he's this CSI that does all of this work and he's super cool. And it's like, I don't, I don't know who he is. And then you have like, Bruce Wayne and the princess of freaking Themyscira and Clark Kent, who is a renowned reporter. And it cracks me up because he's he's just basically a normal guy just saving the world with superpowers. So it just, it makes me giggle. And that's season three, episode 34 of Justice League Unlimited from 2005. So I'm curious if any of you have a favorite Flash. As we mentioned already, there are several to hold the Flash name. Jake Garrick, Barry Allen, Wally West, whatever your name really is. It's Bart. Not that that matters, because I'll be a thousand miles away before you can even blink. So, do you have a preference? Personally, I say Barry because that's the one I'm most familiar with, but, you know, if I'm being for real, ultimately, it really doesn't matter. I love them all. Wally West. Without a doubt, it is Wally West. Bar none. Yeah, that's tough. It, it, I don't think it matters, man. It doesn't. I can't select one. But Wally, if anybody, probably Wally. Wally with. Specifically, red hair Wally. Because uh, there's also Wallace West, who is the the newer iteration of the, the Flash, who... Ew. To make a long story short, parallel universes colliding in DC made two guys named Wally West, but one's a white guy with red hair and another's a black kid. And somehow they're also all related too. Don't 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 question it. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Wally West, the original Wally West is by far my favorite. That was the Flash that they used in the, the Justice League cartoon. So that was my first real like iteration with the, the character. And honestly, um, when it comes to reading the Flash comics, the stories that I've enjoyed the most are ones where Wally is the central protagonist. Like, Wally, what separates him from me is one, he 
becomes the Flash out of like necessity from tragedy. After Barry Allen dies during the whole crisis of Infinite Earths, there is no Flash. There's only the Kid Flash, which is still Wally at that point. So the entire time that he like starts to take over the Flash mantle, he feels like he has to like live up to that legacy, but also not surpass that legacy. And that becomes like a huge plot point in his story is that he learns that no, uh, if anything, you're holding yourself back. You're intentionally making yourself slower when you can be a much faster Flash than Barry which he inevitably does become. And not only that, but like you literally watch him grow up. You see him go from like a teenager to an adult with his own family, with his own children. It's like, no, you can grow up these heroes. You can give them like different problems and not keep them like they're freaking teenagers all the time. Marvel, Marvel with Spider-Man, Peter Parker. You you can grow them up and give them a happy life that they have to continually fight for and give them other priorities that they need to to work on. So yeah, that mainly is why Wally is my favorite. Um, that and also he's he's kinder. Uh, so yeah, that's well, Wally's my favorite. I have a soft spot for XS, at least in the TV series. Like, she comes back and she's so quirky and, like, energetic. And to me, she's almost the best of both worlds, especially after what happens to her happens. And then the other version comes, uh, comes along and she seems to be, like, the best of both of them. Like, they don't have the same mistakes weighing out on her. Like, she knew all along who she was. She's very comfortable in who she was. Was. and so she's like she's really energetic and happy and just like she's adorable like I want to put her in a pocket and just like have her talk to me about things because she's always super super excited and her devotion to her brother in the series it reminds me of my sister and I like the very protective stop being an idiot use your head but also how we feed off of each other in like one moment she could be down but I'm having a good day and so I'm like hey what's up and so she starts having a good day I really like excess uh, and your nickname is excess clearly not my doing no uh, it's a nickname that you gave me when I was a kid mom you said I did everything in excess guess I've always been like that overdoing things getting in way over my head like uh, recently yeah I loved excess too but I'm a sucker for daughters, so go figure. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I didn't even think about the different characters, uh, different ones that would play Flash. I, I I never knew who played him in the beginning, so I it didn't make no difference. It was just the, the image, you know, Flash. <laughs> so you can't really, you really don't know the face, you know what I'm saying? It's the same red face, so I, 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 I never, it wasn't like Superman, you know, that changed to something, a different person. Favorite Flash moment. Okay, I have so many, but another one of my favorites is from the 2017-2021 movie Justice League, directed by Zack Snyder. Okay, so in this scene, Bruce Wayne has come to recruit Barry Allen. Doesn't really know what his powers are, but he's come to try to get him to help them out. And so they meet for the first time. Barry Allen. Bruce Wayne. You said that like it explains why there's a total stranger 
in my place, sitting in the dark, in my second favorite chair. I know you have abilities. I just don't know what they are. So you know the scene. In typical Batman fashion, Bruce turns around super quick and throws a batarang at Barry. Look, man, I don't know who you are, but whoever you're looking for, it's not me. And so Barry, of course, is moving super fast. Everything is going slow for him as he's looking, trying to figure out what the heck is coming at me. And he's like, hold up, is that a, is that a bat? Is that shaped like a bat? And he looks at it and he's looking at it like, what the heck? And he's looking back at Bruce and looking at it. And then he plucks it out of the air, looks at it some more, looks back at Bruce, looks at it and then turns around. You're the Batman. So you're fast. He figured all that, all that happened in a flash. One of my favorite Flash moments. I love it. So what do we think about Flash's love life? Most famously, Barry and Iris, I guess. Now, the reason I ask is because the women in my family, for example, really dislike the Lois Lane character in all her forms. They're, they're like, is Superman's too good for her. She's useless. She's always getting into trouble. Superman always has to stop whatever he's doing to come and save her. She's annoying. Now, I happen to disagree. I think that the modern iterations of Lois Lane present her as a strong go-getter who does for herself. Yeah, she gets into trouble sometimes, but, you know, that's the history of the character. But I, I, I think she's cool. W what do we think about Flash's love life? <laughs> um, it really does depend on, like, which iteration of the, the character and which time frame you're, you're kind of looking at. Jay Garrick has a very healthy relationship. Wally West, uh, especially when he is with uh, Linda and they finally have a family together, uh, has a very, very healthy relationship. And before that, well, no, Wally's a little bit of a player, but like once he sells down, he's like, he's committed, he's there. Barry, on the other hand, I, ooh, this, this might be a bit of a hot take, but I honestly think that Barry Allen and Iris West have like one of the most toxic uh, end game comic book couple relationships I have ever seen in my life. Like it is, it's unfathomable to me just how many times I have seen them get broken up then get back together, then get broken up, then get back together, then get broken up on and on and on. It's it's like, do, do you want these guys to be together or or not? And uh, I think they even dealt with that with like the, uh, the most recent issues of the Flash comic. So I, yeah, I, I don't think they have like the, the best relationship, but part of that is just also like comic book writers looking to, to make drama. Um, but uh, honestly, one of my favorite Barry Allen relationships was the time that he was with Patty in season two of the uh, the CW show. Like those two just like they had really great chemistry. They seemed like absolutely perfect for each other. I just thinking about it to this day, that breakup scene where like she knows he's the Flash, but he won't tell her because he's convinced that if she knows him, if she's a part of that life, it is going to to get her hurt in the end. Uh, it's just utterly, utterly, utterly heartbreaking. Yeah, so that's basically <laughs> the long and short of it. No, I like it, man. Uh, 
Well, in the in the TV show, I like it. She's uh she's helpful, but out of the way, like she understands like he's a superhero and I can't really control him. So that's cool. And the more heartfelt moment, it's the episode where he spends the entire time in his flash time, where everything has slowed down to nothing because he he keeps moving super fast. He's trying to figure everything out, and he's getting worn down because if he stops, the moment he stops the world explodes. One of the reasons why it's my favorite is because it shows how much of a deep connection he has with Iris. Everybody could hate on Iris. I absolutely love Iris. It also the symbolism of if you stop moving in your life, you're done. You have to keep moving. A break every now and then is fine, but you, you have to keep moving forward in order to survive. So I think that moment, that episode is one of my favorites yeah i love iris in, in comics and animation she's she's got the red hair you know it's hard to beat that the red hair <laughs> but it was the cw flashes portrayal of iris that i got to spend the most time with the character and got to know this version of her actress the beautiful candace Patton has done an outstanding job as iris uh, the chemistry was good papa joe's great i love 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 their twins but really what this version of Iris has done for me is make it so that now <laughs> I only want to have an Iris of color. It's like I've gotten so used to this version of Iris and I like it that much. And the Flash movie version is also an Iris of color played by actress Kiersey Clemens. So now when I see Iris in the comics or animation and she's not, I don't know, it just feels weird. <laughs> That's just how good Candace Patton was, in my opinion, and how much I enjoyed it. To me, it's like Lois and Clark, Bruce and Selena, Peter and MJ, Barry and Iris. Man, it's destiny. I love you, Iris. Oh, I love you too. When we were kids, I loved you before I even knew what the word love meant. And then my mom died, and I had to go live with the girl that I had a crush on. There were so many times that I wanted to tell you. Junior prom. When I went away to college, when I came back from college, nights that we stayed up talking, all the birthdays, all the Christmases, but I, I never did. I just, I kept it in. After I lost my mom and my dad, I was afraid that if you didn't feel the same way, I would lose you too. That's the irony. I was so scared of losing you that I did. Uh, yeah, I also love Candace Payton. And yeah, she's definitely like her role as Iris has also really has cemented that. Yeah, the the West family, they are they're a black family now, like even in um in Zack Snyder's iteration with the the characters like Iris, when you the moment that you see her in the, the Snyder cut of Justice League, she's a black woman. And it is like it is really weird whenever you go back into the comics especially like you look at the modern comics too where they're still continuing on these characters and it's like no she's still white with red hair and everything else i'm seeing right now she's she's a black woman so um it's strange but also just yeah it goes to show that, like different interpretations exist they're out there and it's just it's all just great like totally so say someone is listening to this and they are kind of digging flash's universe now and they might want to dig deeper where would you recommend someone start? Animation, TV shows, movies, comic book storyline, what's your flash jump in point? Definitely the 
the the not the TV show, but the animations. Any of the animation, the movies. Uh, what's his movie? The one that really did it for me. Uh, Flashpoint. The Flashpoint movie. Start with that. Wow. Flashpoint to me seems more advanced level. I don't know. Um, why would you say it's advanced? Why would you say it's advanced? Um, I feel like you have to know more about the regular before everything gets flipped upside down so that when it does, it means more. I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. Maybe that isn't a good one to start with. <laughs> maybe, maybe I said that cause that's my favorite. Oh yeah. Like totally. <laughs> Flashpoint's a great story. Well, I'm, uh, so I know when we were talking earlier, you were talking about 2001 Justice League. Oh yeah. Any, any way over. Yeah. As far as yeah, Justice League, you'll get hints of them and then you'll be like, Hey, I want more of this guy. Where is he at? Cause Justice League, it's, you know, it's spread. It's not, solely dedicated to any one character and they all have their episodes but when you're craving some more <laughs> you gotta go find the isolated person and you're like oh yeah let me check out this movie do they I, I can't I need to go back and watch that too Young Justice is good but that's different uh, I'm sorry I'm off topic oh yeah you're right I forgot about that Young Justice did have uh, some good Flash content well yeah at least first couple seasons were great I would probably say the cartoon series. I believe it's a Justice League cartoon. I think if I remember correctly, it had just enough heart and cheese and basically it showed who he was and what he was capable of to kind of see what he's about. And then the comics are always a great spot to start. However, every time I start to read a comic or like get into a comic series, they revamp it or they stop it. And I am always like, but I was just reading that. I knew the history and then they bring in something else. So to me, I, I never really know what's going on with the comics. <laughs> um, I, I love reading them, but unless it's a one-off series, I'm just like, I, I I have issue one through five and I somehow lost six and now they're on 20 through 28. What about the other issues in between? <laughs> but they're always a good one to just pick up and read every other issues with. Um, and then a lot of people say that they don't really like the series if they're big comic fans, but I I enjoy the series too. And The CW Flash? Yep. I don't know. They're, it's a fun show. I try to get my kid into Arrow and he would not watch Arrow, but Flash, he's taken to it like nobody's business. And I think it does have something to do with the fact that it is a lighter show. It's not as dark and foreboding as Arrow. And he just, he thinks he's the coolest guy right now. And I'm just like, yes, winning. So... Well, now that's just great parenting is what that is. <laughs> Rigel, what's a great Wally West story that you recommend? So that is an excellent question. So you can read, obviously, if you want to learn about like the very early origins of the character, there's like the, the Silver Age run where you can see him as Kid Flash. There's the Teen Titan stuff. Honestly, some of the, the best... Um, Flash writing, in my opinion, is when Mark Wade 
has his run of the character in the the 90s and also uh jeff johns in the uh the early 2000s his run on the flash is really really good he has probably one of my favorite flash storylines which is the uh the blitz storyline that's the one where wally west his secret identity is out and it's not really causing a huge problem uh that's also the time when he has this like strong friendship slash partnership with hunter zolomon as a uh, police officer and it's in that arc that you see hunter zolomon get paralyzed by gorilla grod wally just flat out like goes on a rampage like runs into gorilla city and shows gorilla grod what for and then all the while while that's happening hunter zolomon is paralyzed and then he himself gets embedded with the speed force and uh he becomes wally's reverse flash he becomes zoom and when he is zoom woof that is the the stuff that he does in that and throughout that story is just chilling to think about so um for wally west stories easily can jump in uh anywhere there uh also just to get like a good taste of of the character the first couple of issues of titans after dc rebirth that is also a good point to like get to like learn who wally is a little bit too get to learn his style and also as one of my uh favorite moments uh that he has in the the comics uh, where he literally like races across America in five seconds uh, just to save all the other Titans. It's, um, yeah, no, it's awesome. Man, you've got me wanting to read some of these now. Thanks for the recommendations. Pops, what would you recommend? Uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I have to go back to the funny books. <laughs> but uh, you, can't, you can't find any of those comic books probably now. They are priceless. If somebody's got any of them, they probably are priceless. You know, you, you're not going to find those comic books. So everyone, including myself, agrees that Animated Justice League from 2001 is a great place to start for some great Flash content. Um, I would say CW Flash, especially season one, was among the best shows on TV at the time, in my opinion. Great places to jump in if you just want to enjoy it and not worry about having to know a huge backstory. All right. Got to give a huge thank you to everyone. First, our two cosplayers, Rigel. Thank you so much, bro. Of course. Yeah, no, I, again, I really appreciate being, uh, being a part of this. And uh, yeah, glad we... Glad we got to to talk and uh, yeah, good to finally see you somewhat in person too. So, and where can people find you? Yeah, of course. Uh, so obviously, um, I am a part of the comic section podcast with Jason J Rock. Uh, do that with. Um, with our buddy Ant and Comic Book John whenever they get on, but it's mostly been just myself and, and Jason holding down the uh, the show. Uh, so if you want to listen to more of my opinions on like modern pop culture, nerdy comic book stuff, you can check that out there. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at flash.photography.cause. So if you want to check out some of the cosplays I've done, be it like my Flash costumes or any of the new modern stuff, that I've done. You can find that all there. And of course, there is my meme-tacular page, Always Sunny in Watchmen, if you're looking for a laugh. Uh, so yeah, definitely, you can all find me right there. Awesome. And Foe, thank you very much. You were an amethyst 
and a diamond. It was a pleasure. Like, it was a really cool, unique experience. So I appreciate you asking. I am primarily on Instagram. It's amethyst, period, phoenix, period, cosplay. And I'm also on Facebook. I'm not quite as active on Facebook, but it is also Amethyst Phoenix cosplay. And of course, I gotta thank my family. I gotta thank my dad, Embrace, my brother. Oh yeah, let me, uh, why, why you, let me show you these right here. Okay. All right, he's turning his camera around. <laughs> Hold on, cut your camera back on, Dad. Oh, I cut, cut it off? How did, how did I do that? Okay. Touch the screen if you have. There you go. Yeah. Can you see the pictures? Okay, showing the wall behind. Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> he's got all kinds of giant flash. Yeah, okay, I'm still going through posters. Oh, what is a display? He's is got this some... one. Can you see this one pretty good? You got some pretty good stuff. Yeah, I got one over here. Let me show you this one over here. I didn't. I didn't. I never knew that was there. You see that one? What is, is that race? Is that your stuff that you left when you moved out? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's that's race stuff that was in this room. That is so funny. I never. I didn't know you had all that stuff there. I. You know. I guess the lesson here, kids, is always go back to your parents' house, open up all the doors, and go into all the rooms. I mean, hey, they did it to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't taken them down either. <laughs> wow. Well. <laughs> I guess that's it. Thanks, family, for being on with me and dad. I guess since mm -hmm. I don't remember you talking about it when I was growing up and race doesn't remember that either. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thanks for putting Flash in our DNA, I guess. It's in the blood. It's in the blood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I only, I only had two superheroes and Flash was the main one. But but then I, I, uh, Thor was my other guy. He was bad with that hammer. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's Marvel, so that's cool. That's all right. Yeah, but you can have one from each. <laughs> mm hmm. Well, I think if you've listened this far, I think you'll agree that there's no doubt that The Flash is a pop culture icon. And you know why? Because I'm The Flash, the, the fastest, fastest man, man alive. alive. You told us. Did I? Well, thank you so much for listening to this chapter of Pop Culture Icons. Hey, did you yell at me because you're a huge female Flash fan and I was totally wrong on my assessment? <laughs> Let me know about it. Who's your favorite superhero? What's your favorite superpower? Where do you think someone should start if they want to know more about the Flash? It would like be totally tubular if you'd let us know. And hey, if you have an idea of a noun that you feel is a pop culture icon and you think we should do an episode on it, remember that's person place thing experiences then message us anywhere or if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode because you're a super fan of something and you want to come on and geek out and reminisce with us then again reach out to us anywhere it's a good idea to go ahead and follow us so you can know uh, who we're looking for for future episodes what noun we're going to be covering and you might want to join in with us we love fun people like you well i mean Probably. I mean, I guess you're fun. I, I guess I really don't know. Whatever. Anyway, here's how you find us other than the location that you're listening to this right now. Our website is sonicembassy.com slash PCI. And an easy list of all links is available at bio.link slash sonicembassy. We're on Facebook, IG, Twitter, and YouTube. And we've got some pretty cool uncut bonus conversations available on Patreon too. 
please share this episode so more people can find out about us and we can grow. All right, until next time, take a chill pill and we'll be back in a flash. Embajada de Sonic. Sonic Embassy.